Hello, I'm Evan Knappen, and welcome to Gun Lawyer, the number one highest-rated gun rights podcast in the world, according to Feedspot. And yes, we're very proud of that, and uh, we got there because of you, our listeners. And I want to maintain that position. I'm aggressively competitive here. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, it means a lot that we're getting the word out. And speaking of which, our beloved president, who is also known as his fraudulency, the senile sock puppet, he has again demonstrated his unbelievable ignorance about guns. I mean, there are so many of his gaffes of the absolute stupid crap that this guy says, and yet he is out there as the number one enemy of the Second Amendment. He's out there trying to crush our gun rights and abuse executive power at every turn. So here's his latest statement, which is just another classic Biden dopey statement. He was uh, giving a talk to the human at the human rights campaign dinner, human rights campaign dinner. Now you would think that one of the fundamental human rights would be the right to self-defense and to be armed to defend yourself, especially in the light of, you know, what's going on in, in Israel with terrorists uh, attacking, raiding into people's homes and the absolute prima facie demonstration of why you need to be armed. But no, 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 no. We're at the human rights campaign dinner, and here's what Biden says. He says, who in God's name needs a weapon with a hundred rounds in the chamber? That's correct. I said it right. He said a hundred rounds in the chamber. The chamber, folks. Hey, how many rounds does your gun hold in the chamber? I hope it only holds one because the chamber is what holds the single round of ammunition, as I'm sure every one of you know. Of course, not the man espousing to ban guns and destroy the Second Amendment and uh, claiming to uh, make this issue the number one you know, public health safety issue there is. He doesn't know that, but we all know that that the, the gun chambers a round, chambers one round. The chamber is at the breach of the barrel where the round goes into, and it holds one. Not a 100 rounds in the chamber. If you put a 100 rounds in a gun's chamber, which I don't even know how you could do that, it would be mighty dangerous and a virtual impossibility. So he probably meant 100 rounds in a magazine, but when you are an income poop and you don't really know what you're talking about and you combine his senility and you combine his uh, other mental deficiencies, of course you would say 100 rounds in the chamber. I mean, it doesn't even make sense when you think about how he would confuse chamber and magazine. I mean, generally, the public would know what a magazine is, but a chamber? Where is he getting this chamber screwing up in his brain for magazine? Uh, 
Why is that even happening? It just shows you the depth of his senility and mental problems. A hundred rounds in the chamber. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's, here, listen, he says, he goes, he's pushing for this assault firearm, his assault weapons ban, you know, and this is what he says. Who in God's name needs a weapon with a hundred rounds in the chamber? Now, of course, he didn't mention any gun that holds a hundred rounds in the chamber because there is no such gun that holds a hundred rounds in the chamber. But he did add, famously, that weapon's only meant for one thing, to kill people. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. The, the weapon that holds 100 rounds in the chamber, which doesn't exist, is absolutely a weapon only meant to kill people because it doesn't exist. So I guess in his mind that's what it's meant to do because the entire thing is garbage. And this is just a tip of the iceberg with this guy's miss information and he puts it out there you know like it's gospel and it isn't he's there as a paid for hack by the anti-gun movement those that hate us those that hate our rights those that hate us as gun owners and you know the ones the typical usual suspects funding this and funding biden so he doesn't even know what he's saying but he's just saying it and he's getting out there and pushing what ends up costing us our rights. And it would be funny if it wasn't that this kind of stuff costs people lives. Because if you interpret what he says and somehow think that what it means is that, for example, we shouldn't have an AR-15, right? Which, of course, he's against us having. Then think of our helplessness that he wants to instill on every individual in the face of terrorism, in the face of all the terrorists that he's let in through the border that's a sieve thanks to him, the face of the growing crime thanks to him. Think about Think about how much our country's changed and how more than ever we need to be armed and armed with firearms that can protect us against more than one attacker. This is serious, and yet he's there doing the opposite and instead trying to disarm us, trying to take away a fundamental God-given right to have a firearm. And he constantly puts out this uh, message which illustrates just how little he knows and understands it, but he doesn't really care about that, now does he? It's just the idea with Biden as to how many ways he can screw with us and try to incrementally take away rights at every turn. Luckily, the Congress can't get anything through because you know he'd sign anything they put in front of him. And so he instead has resorted to abusing his executive powers. But he wants to make us uh, helpless in the face of all these threats as individuals. You know, people talk at times and they say, hey, Evan, you, know, uh, you own guns, but uh, you know, it's not dangerous. And I said, you know, I'm a, I'm a peaceful person. I'm a peaceful person. And let me explain something. To be peaceful, you need to have arms. You need to have weapons. 
because someone with weapons that is peaceful can defend themselves. Someone who doesn't have weapons is not peaceful. They are helpless. And that's the difference. I am peaceful, but I'm not going to be helpless. And that's how every one of us should be. Peaceful, but not helpless. But this character wants us to be helpless, even in the face of mounting threats. Hey, I want to mention to everyone, in case you happen to have a Fortress gun safe, that 61,000 gun safes have been recalled after a 12-year-old was killed because the 12-year-old was able to access firearms despite the biometric lock on the safe. Apparently, there is a glitch, and they're doing a recall where they will replace for free the mechanism so that this glitch uh, can be fixed because the default mode is open mode and it allows users even you know including children to easily access the safe so if you happen to have one of these uh, recalled safes they were apparently sold between january 2019 and october 2023 and they were sold at a variety of stores including bass pro shops and cabela's and shields sportsman's guide optics planet Anti-Gun Dick Sporting Goods. I don't know why you'd buy anything from them, but they're one of the sellers of gun safes. Gander, Rural King, Lowe's, and online retailers like Amazon and eBay. So uh, if you have a fortress, see if you have one of the model numbers that are affected so you can take advantage of the recall. Now, in another news bit, I have lots of interesting news bits. This is the news that gets uh, often suppressed or spiked, things that you won't hear about on the lamestream media. You know, we recently, just recently, won a nice victory in California at the uh, trial court level, but it is a great win because it was a finding that California's assault firearm ban, their assault weapons, you know, the only the guns with only purposes to kill hundreds of people, you know, those guns. Well, that's unconstitutional, the court found. Unconstitutional, as well they should. And this, of course, lays the groundwork for New Jersey's challenge, as well, to take advantage of the same reasoning and logic and instructive uh, nature of the California case to help us win in our district here, and that's all great news, and congratulations to uh, the folks in California, but one of the things that came out of this case that I thought was particularly interesting is how the district court judge absolutely torpedoed the expert for the anti-gunners. The expert's name is Ryan Bussy, B-U-S-S-E. And this character, believe it or not, is a traitor to gun rights. He was a former executive at Kimber, Kimber Firearms. Yep, Kimber, makers of those fine 1911s. And I don't want 
this guy to tarnish, you know, Kimber currently because he's not part of them anymore. But he was. He was part of them. He was a top exec there. And he, you know, has become a, 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 an anti-gun advocate, although he, you know, he, he only wants reasonable gun control, you know, gun safety, reasonableness, all that till we don't have any rights left. And he's against uh, assault weapons, assault weapons. He's against them. And he put in as an expert, an expert on assault weapons into this court case. And listen to what the court said about this guy. Oh, by the way, this guy's running for governor, Democrat governor in Montana. So, hey, Montana, don't be stupid enough to vote for this guy. No, let's vote Democrat. Oh, my God. But this guy, please, talk about a state where uh, you would think they would have a lot of respect for their Second Amendment rights not getting trampled on. And you have this character working for the anti-gun side, putting in, quote, expert opinion. Here's here's what the court says about the uh, uh, candidate for governor and so-called expert. Ryan Boosie is a Giffords, see? He now works for Giffords, right? Anti-gun Giffords. Senior advisor and former firearm industry executive for a manufacturer and seller that specializes in pistols and revolvers. And that, by the way, folks, was Kimber. But not AR-15 platform rifles. The few rifles sold by his former firm are traditional bolt-action models. Boosie opines that a firearm does not need any of the devices, accessories, or configurations listed in the, quote, assault weapon, end quote, ban to operate as a gun intended or to use a gun effectively for self-defense. It is not at all clear what expertise Boosie has to support his opinion. He does not describe any professional experience using AR-15 platform rifles for sport or self-defense. In any event, this type of opinion is not relevant to the question of whether the state may ban a firearm that is commonly owned by law-abiding citizens for lawful purposes and does not fit the prerequisites for the federal rule of evidence 702. Ouch! Ryan there got rather butthurt by that judge, and rightly so. So, we're winning piece by piece, bit by bit. The truth keeps surfacing, bubbling up. Let me tell you, What's most important here is you as an individual take the steps that you need to protect yourself, to be proficient and safe with firearms. And one of the great places that you can do it is We Shoot. It's the We Shoot indoor range in Lakewood, New Jersey. We Shoot is a state-of-the-art range. They have a fantastic crew I just shot there and got my carry permit qualification course done there for my carry, and uh, you can do the same. Excellent staff, wonderful people, 
great environment. They are really turning the tide for reaching out to individuals that normally might have hesitation about firearms or that have been so brainwashed by uh, the general media that yet they know in their heart they want to defend themselves. Well, We Shoot is a great place to go. They love everybody, beginner to expert. They're there for you. We Shoot, they run all kinds of great fun events. We recently shot up the gummy bear that was a giant ballistic bear. That's great. I hear that there's going to be a great ballistic turkey that you can stuff full of lead. They'll have that. Check out it on their website. You can go to WeShootUSA.com. Visit WeShoot. They're a great sponsor of Gun Lawyer, and we love them. And when I come back, I have some more really important news bits that you will not hear in the lamestream media. For over 30 years, attorney Evan Knappen has seen what rotten laws do to good people. That's why he's dedicated his life to fighting for the rights of America's gun owners. A fearsome courtroom litigator fighting for rights, justice, and freedom. An unrelenting gun rights spokesman tearing away at anti-gun propaganda to expose the truth. Author of six best-selling books on gun rights, including Knappen on Gun Law, a bright orange gun law Bible that sits atop the desk of virtually every lawyer, police chief, firearms dealer, and savvy gun owner. That's what made Evan Knappen America's gun lawyer. Gun laws are designed to make you a criminal. Don't become the innocent victim of a vicious anti-gun legal system. This is the guy you want on your side. Keep his name and number in your wallet and hope you never have to use it. But if you live, work, or travel with a firearm, the deck is already stacked against you. You can find him on the web at evannappen.com or follow the link on the Gun Lawyer resource page. Evan Knappen, America's Gun Lawyer. You're listening to Gun Lawyer with attorney Evan Knappen. Available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. So, you may have heard about the Bipartisan Safe Communities Act. Well, wait till I tell you about its impacts, which have been multiple. We said it was bad for guns. And, you know, we're constantly fighting these legislative battles, and especially in New Jersey, even though the bipartisan bill is a federal bill. And, you know, the stalwart defender of our rights in Jersey is the Association of New Jersey Rifle and Pistol Clubs. Every one of you should be a member of ANJRPC.org. It's really, really critical that you do. They are the number one voice for New Jersey gun rights. They have a lobbyist in Trenton. They're in the courts litigating. And I work with the association helping them to fight the gun laws as well. And we, we, we are constantly vigilant, protecting New Jersey, and it's the association that really makes that possible. We've had some great victories, and we're seeing the association with their cases 
doing very well and action now occurring on New Jersey's assault firearm challenge, magazine challenge, the carry killer bill challenge. The no serial number gun ban was won without firing a shot, so to speak. We did it with uh, uh, negotiation with the attorney general and got all, saved all probably about a million guns, no exaggeration, from being banned. Got the training requirements reduced now to something that all of us can do, simply what is core competence from having to be, you know, John Wick training standards that were required before. So these are all the kind of things that even this harsh, challenging environment the Association of New Jersey Rifle and Pistol Clubs is able to make progress because we're united. So make sure you join ANJRPC.org. Check them out and be part of the solution. I'd also like to take this moment to shamelessly plug my book, which is New Jersey Gun Law, the 25th anniversary edition. This book has become more and more important than ever. And I'm not just saying it because I wrote it and I want you to buy it, although it is a, a good reason that I would say it. But it's not the only reason. And a matter of fact, just today, I had someone call. You know, I get calls all the time. I'm constantly helping people, and I love it. It's what I do. But it's like, how do I know what the sensitive places are? How do I know? I mean, how do we keep up with this? How, which ones are good? Which ones are? How do I know? If you get my base book, just get this book. And he subscribed for free. What's free? This is free. It's free subscription. Just scan the QR code on the cover. You'll get all the updates, access to the archive, all the numbered updates. You'll get email with about 24 hours of any change. I'm letting you know so you can stay current. How do you stay current on the Jersey laws? Get my book and subscribe for free. And you'll stay current. It's the answer. Because Jersey lays out this ridiculous matrix. They want to disenfranchise you of your rights. They want to trap you so they can take away your gun rights. Don't fall into their traps. Be smart. So I wrote this book to protect gun owners. If you want to get a copy of New Jersey Gun Law, go to evannappin.com. evannappin.com. You'll see the orange book. Click it. Get yourself a copy of the Gun Law Bible for New Jersey. Over 500 pages question and answer format so even joe biden could pro could understand it if you'd at least read it so there you go so look this bipartisan safety bill this thing was piece of garbage that was bipartisan right as soon as you saw that and you saw the rhino republicans that supported it and then biden touted it as a win touted it as a win and why did he tout it as a win because it was a win it was a win for the antis. What did we get out of it? What did gun owners get? Nothing. Zero zip. Just more gun control shoved down our throat with the help of rhino Republicans. That's what we got. And you and you want to see the, the fruits of this? <laughs> Look right now at what they're trying to do. Make, make any person who sells a gun for a profit be regarded as a firearms dealer. That's right. You're going to need an FFL just to sell your own personal gun. I'm not exaggerating. Because they cut out for livelihood. Has to be yourself for profit, even if you or intended to make a profit. Even if you didn't make a profit, but wanted to make a profit. They have made this so broad that even the government's estimates that there's going to be a need to have over 300,000 FFLs now. 300,000 
FFLs. That's one aspect of this bipartisan. You know what else this so-called bipartisan thing did? Screwed over hunter safety and archery and all these programs that were in schools for kids, teaching gun safety, hunter safety, and archery. And it was another disgusting effect of it. And what I have here is a uh, article, letter, report. It's, uh, I guess, a letter, essentially, but it went out from Thomas Floyd, who was president of the National Archery in Schools program. And I think this article is really excellent that he wrote, and it's, and it's from the Unity Quiver, Youth Archery's Role in Brief National Political Harmony, and that's the title of it. And, and let me just say, I have a particular soft spot for archery. Uh, my daughter is a competition archer. She was a junior dream team for the Olympic shooting compound. And I personally saw just how critical youth archery is to helping youths become independent, strong, and able to meet challenges and overcome hurdles. And I saw the value of archery firsthand. And many of you may have experienced that first that, that, that as well. And, and the ability to have it in school, plus with Hunter Ed and all, just tremendous benefits for youth. And what happened was, after the bipartisan bill passed, um, the U.S. Department of Education provided guidance in the form of saying, guess what, under this, no money can be used at all. You cannot have archery instruction, hunter ed, or any other similar training involving the use of deadly weapons. And that would be prohibited for the use of any of the uh, educational funds under this new bipartisan act. Oh, my God, killing all these programs. It was... Absolutely disgusting. And as pointed out here uh, in the article by uh, Thomas Floyd, by the president, Thomas Floyd, he, he makes a great, writes a great piece. You should really uh, check it out. He explains how the government, the legislators, really just very rapidly, I think maybe record time, put a bill forward, H.R. 5110, that turned this completely around. There was only one opposing vote, one opposing vote when it went through the House, and it passed on consent of the Senate, and it was uh, signed into law due to all this massive political pressure. I mean, uh, what was the sock puppet going to do? Veto it so he could be overridden? Of course not. So he was uh, forced into it. And uh, we now fixed it, and it's so good that we did because uh, as even just focused even for a moment on, on just the archery portion, not even the hunter ed and the, and the firearm portion, uh, as, as I stated, archery and the shooting sports are transformative in the lives of young people who participate. And that is absolutely true. If, if you've had young persons involved with shooting sports, archery, hunting, competition shooting, all my, all my kids shot and competed 
and did very well. And it is transformative. It's an exercise of discipline, responsibility, and a lot of fun. And he has some bullet points here that I just want to share because what do these programs provide that they had tried to kill? A lifelong understanding of the paramount need for safety. Yes, get safety. Safety is always critical. An understanding for the need of personal accountability and responsibility. You betcha. When you're shooting and doing that, it sure does. A foundation in the value and promotion of sportsmanship and ethics. And, it, and man, there were many times in the competitions and such where sportsmanship and ethics shone through. And it was heartwarming and transformative. It really was. Persistence through the process where marksmanship's developed. Experience in dealing with pressure from various competitions. That's right. That pressure can be enormous. And it's great. you got to learn to live with pressure. Our society is, is full of pressure. And this helps prepare for that. The value of becoming a contributing member of a team. And many for the first time, yeah. That team working as a team. It's good stuff. And a lifelong commitment to the value of conservation and the continuation of the outdoor lifestyle. And boy, it inspired my daughter, 12 years old. She wanted to bow hunt her deer, and she got her deer. So you better believe it. Those are all things that come out of this great program, and I'm very glad to say that the right thing here got done and something we can be happy that uh, the truth actually shined through. I mean, shocking, isn't it? But there you go. Here's some good news, by the way, for veterans that I want to mention, and that is apparently um, Senator uh, John... Kennedy, who is not related to the president in any way, he's Senator John Kennedy, and Chuck Schumer. Now, that's a combo there, okay, boy, that apparently they worked out a deal to help protect veterans' gun rights. Now, I'm going to be skeptical till I actually see it, but it appears that they have actually addressed the situation where military veterans who got put into a conservatorship where they're not able to control their own finances and such, had lost their ability to have firearms because they were deemed to have the mental incompetency, uh, mental commitment, that whole problem, uh, create a bar for them for firearms. Now, that's apparently been addressed, and it looks like they're going to make it part of the minibus appropriations bill to fund transportation, housing, and urban development, veteran affairs, and agriculture, and that apparently it will help to protect the gun rights of veterans. I mean, come on, they only uh, you know fought for this country and our rights, and then they suddenly uh, can no longer exercise the very rights that they fought for. It's outrageous. This has been a long time coming, so it looks like this uh, may be happening, and we'll keep our fingers crossed that's... Uh, that it's a good thing. And, you know, veterans that go to the VA and um, get treatment that they need and shouldn't suddenly become something that bars them from their Second Amendment rights. You know, there's a, uh, there's a joke about the VA. The joke about the VA is that uh, they say it gives veterans a second chance to die for their country. I don't know if you ever heard that one. But uh, at least let's not see their rights get uh, taken away. So that is 
some good news, and hopefully it will pan out. I would like to give you all a warning. You know, there's all these efforts, propaganda efforts by the anti-gunners, and they are getting more and more creative, and they have a group that, there are groups that purport to be reasonable gun owners. And one such group is called the 97%. They're a bipartisan safe gun safety group. Get a load of that bipartisan gun safety group. As soon as you hear bipartisan gun safety, you know they just want to screw you out of your second rights. That's, that's what that means. Anytime you hear bipartisan gun safety, it means watch out. They're trying to screw you out of your gun rights group. And it's called the 97%. And this group is uh, out there. And apparently their executive director just joined the Brady Gun Control Group. Woohoo! There, there's a big shot for the bipartisan gun safety group that their director just joined Brady. Big shock, huh? And you see that they... Uh, you know, like here's some of the wonderful things this bipartisan gun safety group has done. They are supporting red flag confiscations and supporting uh, misdemeanor gun bans for folks. If you had any misdemeanor, oh, of course, universal background checks, which is universal gun registration. And they want permits for every gun so that, of course, we get the full registration so we can get the confiscation. And you all know where that leads to, folks. So beware of any bipartisan gun safety group that makes any claims or any bill-lated bipartisan gun safety. Anything along those lines you know is problems and trouble. And that's why this is Evan Knappen reminding you that gun laws don't protect honest citizens from criminals. They protect criminals from honest citizens. Gun Lawyer is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. Reach us by emailing evan at gun.lawyer. The information and opinions in this broadcast do not constitute legal advice. Consult a licensed attorney in your state.